right, let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's check this one out. A million rapping over Jay Z. Like, I'm tired of this shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, no. It's an East Coast classic. Yeah. Three for three. three, for three. Uh, my inspiration resurrected. It was dead for a second. I step on next in these sessions. It's been too long and neglected. Really one of them ones with this pen. Feel like a god amongst men. Forest fashion in the flows. I follow some trends. But my pullout game strong as Arnold in this prime. How I get off these lines like Aaron Donald. 99 overall. Cause I ain't perfect, but way closer than most of y'all. Fuck the protocols. I'm the one to pro call to shop in this game like Chris Brickley. Get it swiftly. Welcome everybody to our Let's Chat stream, live stream of the week. Today joining us is up and coming rapper, artist, musician, Garrett Zukas. Man, thank you for joining us. So thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Glad to have you. Wanted to talk to you. Um, I, I kind of told you a little bit before, but like how I kind of like came on to you is uh, my homie, Rainey from Tell the Truth. You know, he, he he did some posts about you at one of his shows. I think he had like gave you some gear or not to wear. And then mm-hmm. uh, he was like, yeah, you got to reach out to him. So I was like, I'm, I'm going to check him out. Hell yeah. No, Rainey's the homie. He gave me a crazy outfit to wear for my last L.A. show. He made these like pants out of like trash bags. They were yeah. super fire. Yeah. Um, honestly, just a super solid dude. So I can tell the truth. In LA, there are not a lot of people who really just kind of hold you down for like nothing in return. And bro has always showed love and just seemed like a good guy for real. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I mean that's that's the little bro. Um, I was used to little bro. I was used to little bro in basketball. He won't tell you that, but you know that's how we kind of linked up. I heard he's. I heard he could really hoop. I mean, there's levels. I'm gonna put it that way. There's levels. We can we can hold that a little bit. Okay, word. I mean, he he would say otherwise, you know, for sure. But I mean, we know the truth. Um, okay. But I guess how'd y'all link up? Um, my homie Matt and him knew each other from I think they met at Fashion Week or something. And when I was putting together my last show, it was like the day before some shit. And I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna wear. And he was like yo, you should beat my homie Rainey. Let's see if we could pull up over there. And the timing worked out, and I just pulled up like 30 minutes later. He gave me a couple fits, and then I picked one. And we've been cool ever since. Yeah, he told he kind of told me a funny story about that. Um, he said the pants, like the pants, those like he made them out of recycled trash bag. Y'all should go check out his page. We did stream with him too, but if y'all watching, y'all go check him out. He, he, he does some pretty dope shit, but he, everything he makes by himself. But he did like this recycled trash bag pants. And yeah, he said he gave rock. He said it gave it to you, but he, he, also, he said you gave him a warning that, that like, yo, you, you'd be sweating a lot up there. Yeah, those pants were not that breathable. And I had to get those joints, like, um, tailored before the show because they were way too big. And I was, like, swimming in those joints. But, yeah, I gave them back in a different condition than I got them. That's my fault, Rainy. Yeah, he was like, he was like yo. Like, he warned me. He warned me too. He said, "Yeah, I be I be sweating up there." And he, he said, "You sweat my got He said, "You sweat my pants out, bro." <laughs> yeah, I wore them at the after party too, and there's champagne flying everywhere, and it was wet and some other thing. <laughs> you got some flyer, uh, some fire picture from him anyway. So it is what it is. You got to take that out. <laughs> Facts. So all right. So I also want to talk to you about like your background. Like, where are you from? From from what I kind of touch on that a little bit you from the dmv area yeah i'm from northern virginia um like 30 minutes outside of dc um i was born in texas but i didn't live there long i was born like right outside of dallas 
slid to the DMV when I was like three and spent my life there until college. I, uh, I played baseball at the University of Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah. And um, so I went to school there for four years and then moved out to LA right when I finished college to, you know, pursue this music shit. And the DMV definitely like my home, but I've been in LA now for, for three years and, you know, this is where I'm at currently, you know? Okay. So, I mean, you play baseball at the University of Cincinnati, big school, obviously. So you were pretty big time baseball player. Um, I could play for sure, man. There's definitely like you were talking about hooping, there's levels to baseball as well. And, um, after my freshman year, I stopped playing. I just like, I had some opportunities come up that summer with music that I really wanted to pursue. And I just remember thinking, like looking around the locker room at the end of the year and being like, one of my like best friends had said something to me. Cause I was talking to him about if I wanted to like play uh, baseball or, you know, really try to do this music shit. And he was like, do you know anybody that's better than you at baseball? And I was like looking around their locker room and I'm like, I could name, you know, 10 kids in this locker room right now that I, I think are better than me at baseball. And he was like, do you know anyone better than you at rapping? And I was like, hell no, I don't think anyone's better than me. And he was just like, I feel like that's, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. just answer your question. And so, yeah, that summer I hung up the cleats and really started to like dive into the music as like an industry and try to understand what this shit is and like not just be a kid that like could rap in his free time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're not going to hit me with the um, ESTG, ESTG treatment if I, if I bring up the sports background. No, that was crazy. That was crazy, but... <laughs> Shout out Kev, shout out ESTG too, man. That was yeah, that was entertainment. Yeah, people that don't know, it just happened with like a day ago, two days ago, something like that. Uh, ESTG pulled up the Bullet Kev podcast and he started bringing up some topics and he just straight up just walked out mid mid sentence. Wasn't feeling it. No, nah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Nowhere to go. Nah, he was not feeling that one. That shit was funny, but um, but like, I guess when you start rapping, like. Cause you said you, you quit baseball after freshman year of, of college. So like, when you, when you actually start like getting into to rapping and music and, and all that? Um, low key, like in like seventh, eighth grade, I was like rapping on like Facebook and shit. Just like not even recording with a mic really just like to the computer. Um, but then by like, by, by freshman year of high school, going into my freshman year, I, I put some songs out that like kind of made some noise in my area. And uh, shout out to homie Zach Swartz and Steven Swartz, who's um, Steven's still killing this shit in music, crazy producer and artist in general. Um, but Zach went to my high school and was a couple years older than me. He was like my brother's age. And he brought me to like the studio for the first time. They had like a dope little studio in their basement. They had a booth and all this shit. And that was when I started like learning how to make songs and not just like write raps and shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was probably like, I was probably like 14 or 15 for real. And then I was, I still wasn't going that crazy for, I was just young and like really invested in sports and like, um, I was just kind of putting songs out here and there and like rapping. Cause like it got girls and like people thought it was tight and shit, but yeah. I wasn't really thinking about it as a career. Like it was almost like brushing it off when people would be like, Oh, you could do this. I'd be like, yeah, I don't know if I really want to do all that. And like, blah, blah, blah. And then my senior year for our school, you had to do like a senior project maybe like your last two months off of school and you had to do a senior project and like right. a lot of kids went they went on like a hike or some shit and like wrote about it and like or like you know what i'm saying work for their dad at like a company or some shit 
and I was like, I want to do a mixtape. Like I want to, I want to put together like a project. I want to figure out how all this shit works. Um, they okayed it. And so that was my first tape. It was called here goes nothing. I put that out in like 2015. Um, and some songs off that were kind of cracking on SoundCloud. I uh, went on to play baseball at Cincy. And then I did another tape. It was like my, I think it was winter break of my freshman year. I, I did like 15 songs or like 12 songs or some shit. And going to Cincy made me realize like how different it was to like get out of your hometown and have people meet you as like your current self and not just be surrounded by a bunch of people who like knew you since you were a little kid. Yeah. Cause it was, you know, it was like, yo, Garrett's still trying to rap in the hometown type shit. Like everyone knew I was good at it, but it was like, it was always going to be that. And then when I was in a different city and people were meeting me like as at that level of artistry that I was at, like in that current moment and like that person that I was then people were like, yo, this is, this is kind of crazy. You could really do this, blah, blah. And hearing that from people that weren't like my day one friends and shit yeah. was like, okay. And yeah, so after that, quit baseball. I did this project called Sunrise Valley um, in DC with the homies, uh, Caps and Kalen. And that sort of changed everything for me. That was like, I think 2017. That was my first song with like a million and all that on that project. Um, and, you know, we just been grinding in LA ever since. I've, I try to drop music as much as I can, at least like, little three packs or whatever. Yeah. So you said you kind of like, at first you were just kind of messing around with it. I feel like everybody around that time period for sure was like, especially in school, had some raps on, on deck. You know what I mean? Like you'd always have like yeah. the ciphers and, and the lunch tables, shit like that. Is that what was going on in school around you? Yeah, to an extent, but it's like I always say now too. Like I, I be feeling aged out because when I was in high school, like there was a couple kids who rapped in our area. Like, uh -huh. our, like if someone came to the school and was like, "Who raps?" Everyone would say my name. You know what I'm saying? Like, but now I feel like you go to a high school, there are probably like 30 kids who rap. Yeah, because the internet and just like you could just cop a mic and do your thing. Like it wasn't really like that back then. Like I was like going to the studio. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. taking a cab studio with my backpack after school and like getting all these raps off and shit um but yeah like the the lunchroom shit was that was my bag bro for a long time like i used to just really be almost on some like battle rap shit yeah like I watching battle rap like loved the aspect of like this is a, a safe space to like get some crazy shit off and then like just move on to it like some shit you would never say in real life yeah just like you know um who got the wildest lines yeah, exactly. That that shit was really different, and like I, I grew out of it. The chip on my shoulder is was like sort of dissolved into just like my want to make really good art. You know, yeah. like I felt like I used to rap with like a huge chip on my shoulder, and all my shit was about like fuck anyone who's not rocking with me, and like my need to prove that I could do this and that I was nice at it. And now, like, I don't really feel like I need to prove that I'm good at it. I more so want to like elevate to the highest level i could i could do this shit mm -hmm. at, as an art rapper and a person i mean it's funny you say that because i think like what time period it's probably around like mid mid 2000s mid late late um, 2000s i graduated in 2015 from high school so okay whatever. so the 10s so i mean for i can i came up like around mid mid to late 2000s in high school and then like especially around that time period like i saw a shift Cause around that time, like if you couldn't rap, you didn't have bars, like you just couldn't make it. Like it was that competition was so heavy. And then like, now I'm seeing like artists, especially young artists now coming up, it's not even like in their mindset to be like the best 
bar have the best bars be the best rapper be the best spitter like they just like trying to make songs down it is like completely different than when i was coming up it was like you couldn't spit like you couldn't actually rap and you wasn't like ambition to be on like you know uh 106 in park freestyle fridays like you just wasn't you wasn't it at the time so like do you do like is that something you like notice too with like artists coming up for sure that was definitely like the era i like learned to rap and fell in love with rap was like that like yeah. mcs it was really about the writing and to this day that's still what i care about the most is like what i'm saying like sonically i think i've made like huge leaps in comparison to like the music i was making in high school like i understand way more about like tone and all that kind of shit but like from the jump my like sharpest tool always and will always be the pen like even when i was a little kid i was like saying some crazy shit on songs like people would be like that's a crazy bar i'd be yeah. like bro i know <laughs> at the time i was kind of forcing it in the song because i didn't really get it like you know what i'm saying yeah but i carried that with me and like i mean the freestyle video that i've had success with posting and all that kind of shit is just a testament to like that era of rap and how much time i spent with it and how much time i like worked on on that part of my craft because it's just like that's really what rap is to me and i think modern hip-hop is fucking dope and modern rap is fire and I, there's definitely elements of that that i carry in my music now but like i said first and foremost will always be the bars and, and what i'm saying for sure for sure like i definitely saw that that shift happen it was kind of crazy happening but like i actually kind of feel like it's it's shifted a little bit back towards though i think everybody kind of just comes away oh, yeah i was cycles, gonna say you know dude, I mean? it, people kind of get tired in. of like uh like i'm trying to hear something now you know so like i feel like yeah. it's kind of coming back the other direction for sure there's a lot of artists that are are up here rapping bro like the freestyle videos that like like i said i've had some success with like we literally just the first one i did my homies and i just put it together and mimicked one because we was watching like od la lakers video or la leakers freestyles yep. and like i think i've seen like every one probably it, there's still people that are rapping their ass off yeah. it's just more like what do people want to hear and what's yeah. like pop culture like what's popular right now yeah exactly um but i mean bro pop dogs to me are still saying a lot j cole drake kendrick the dudes that are really top tier artists yeah with long video are still rapping their ass off so like so who'd you yeah. say like some of your biggest uh influences were when they, if you come up um definitely mac um cole drake odd future um even like the wiz khalifa era bro like rolling yeah, papers Wiz at the time yeah it was just like like I said, you could like, it was like autobiographical in a music sense from all these people where it was just like these characters that they were clearly just like, it was so fire to me, like authors almost with those projects yeah. and like like what they were talking about and conceptually and all this kind of shit. And I don't think music lacks that necessarily. I don't think rap lacks that. I think just like the concepts and shit are different now. Like it's really on some like turn up shit in yeah. a lot of cases, mm -hmm. which is dope um but yeah that was definitely the era that inspired me the most there's a lot of modern artists i fuck with super heavy too like like saba and Westside yeah. yeah yeah um dominic fike is great too for real he's not like necessarily a rapper but his music is i think crazy and i think he's taken it back to a space it hasn't been in, in a little bit yeah i think um especially in that period I don't know. I don't know if you know, but like, I think like a lot of these young artists that kind of just came in just because they've seen opportunity, they don't necessarily have like an identity. I feel like during that period, 
there was like more of a clear identity between this is this type of artist this is the type of artist they make this type of stuff and like i feel like a lot of people now are kind of making a lot of the same kind of trendy type of sound that whatever sees working they're kind of hopping on do is that something like you see too i i think that's super valid in terms of like dude i know like now after being in the music industry for this long like it's like i get all of these changes it's that was an era of like a and r's and like people yeah artists and like there's only a certain amount of superstars and like the ones that you know are get that treatment are like full aspect artists and now it's an era of like you do it yourself and you put yourself on the map and all these different things and like there's only so many lanes to run in in terms of like what you gonna wear and dress as and all these things so it's like i feel like you just fallen into categories at this point as a back then it was these like pillars in the industry that were kind of untouchable like yeah i mean it was definitely like the a and r definitely definitely gone away in in terms of rap like they don't really like go out and find artists anymore they kind of just see what's popular and, and try to like amplify it for sure so like was that kind of your goal when you were coming up like like, like younger days like i want to sign to a label i want to you know be one of like those type of artists dude i didn't even know shit i like you know like i just was so naive um and was honestly all i wanted was to for people to know i was nice for a while that was like really it and then when like i said when i stopped playing baseball and like people were like oh you could like get paid to do this for real and i was like really that'd be crazy that'd be lit like what and start like learn the levels of this shit that's when i was like all right like we need to get a deal we need to do all this and blah 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 now honestly we've been on the independent train like most of the time we've had situations here and there but like i think it needs to get big enough to a certain extent for like that deal to make sense for everyone and when i was younger like i didn't get that like the amount of money like that like they were talking about then was a lot to me but like now that i realize what life costs and what music costs and like all this shit i'm like oh wow to like actually do this would cost so much more than yeah yeah and it's um so yeah that i guess like a label deal always been the goal and is the goal i just want it to be the right situation and you know like a team that believes in you and all that kind of shit and not just like a cash grab and that kind of shit so what's um what was your first show that you went to like hip-hop show Wow, that I saw like yeah. in person. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it might have been Wiz. I th- it was either Wiz or maybe Lil B. Lil B. Okay, yeah, I probably am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There was a venue in where I grew up in Nova. It was called Jacks for a while, and then it was called Empire, and that was like where I cut my teeth performing, like opening for shows and shit. Um, but they had some sick shows. Shout out to Henny. Uh, who was like, he owned the studio in Maryfield, VA that I like used to record at. And he's, you know what I'm saying? Killing it in, in the game right now. Like he run an EQT. Um, but so, yeah, I was going to all the shows they were booking. He booked fucking everybody right before they blew up. He was so nice with that shit. Yeah. It was dope. Okay. Yeah. So like, where'd you grow up in the DMV? Like which part of the DMV did you grow up in? I grew up in Fairfax County, which is like, it's like 30 minutes South of DC. Okay. It's pretty north, like, like Tyson's mall area. Um, I went to school in Maryland for a little bit in high school. I went to Landon and Bethesda. So it was like commuting a lot, spent a lot of time in DC for like music and sports and that kind of shit. So like the DMV is like a place where I feel like if you haven't been there, it's, it's a little bit hard to describe as far as like, of like that little area. 
like we was really some nights going like three states just to yeah. like pop, you know, like party in VA, Maryland, and then out in DC or something. Yeah. It was like, yeah. No, I, I've, I've been out, I spent some time out there. I got some moments out there and whatnot. It's, it's, it's definitely like a very unique place culturally and especially musically. Like, were you into yeah. like the whole go-go scene and like all that? Honestly, like, like wasn't super hip until I started work, like recording at that studio that I was just talking about. Um, it was me and Goldlink were the two artists there yeah. at the time. And like, he said, Gold, he hadn't Gold, cra- yeah, Gold, dope. yeah, he hadn't even put out music yet. And this dude, Henny was kind of, you know, masterminding his, his, his rollout. And he was rapping over. And I was like, this is so lit. And yeah, I mean, bro went crazy with that. Yeah. And, um, I guess VA, VA has also had like a lot of, uh, for being such a small kind of state, you've had some like massive hip hop artists like come through there. You know what I mean? Like Missy Elliott, Timbaland, like Push T, for sure. Them, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like Virginia Beach. That's, I'm obviously still from Virginia. That's just a different, like, I don't, I, I don't like have ties to VA Beach and Richmond yeah. and shit. Obviously love, but there's so many dope artists from down there. But that, I wouldn't say that like blends with like Northern VA and DC as much as I wish it would. Like, it's kind of like its own kind of separate like for sure yeah know? it's okay. a little must and yeah i mean they're they've been fucking killing it for some time i'm gonna say yeah. yes so well some definitely in the water out there because they put up yeah. some crazy shit over the years that's what pharrell's uh pharrell's thing is called something in the water is it okay yeah i didn't and know he, that he do a festival in dc it's something in the water that makes sense it makes sense straighten this headband like the camera's backwards <laughs> which way to move it it's fucking all right. Nah, it, looks, it looks right. Word. So, you moved out to LA. What's it been like in LA? Three years. Music industry, obviously the heart of the music industry. Like, what's it been like being out there now? Um, everything that everyone told you it was gonna be. You know, the first year out here was honestly some shit. It was like I moved here right in the middle of COVID. Thought yeah, it was gonna time. end. Yeah. Yeah, and we ended up just like inside for like a year. Um, didn't make that many new connections musically, but like wrote a lot and recorded like my homie Otis is, is back here playing games. We're at his studio right now. Um, we recorded at the crib all the time and shit, but it was really like what we'd always been doing in Virginia, just relocated to LA and we were paying hella bread for rent. We were like, what the fuck are we doing? Kind of. Um, but then once everything opened up, bro, like, I don't know. That was when I felt like it was, it was, we were reaping the benefits of being here and shit. Um, I'd be lying if I said like, it was just like, oh, you're in LA, like that changes like your your music career at all. You just have to like take advantage of this city in terms mm-hmm. of like, my first show in LA, I think is was like a super pivotal moment for me. I've been dropping projects and singles here and there since I've been here and, you know, met some some dope people, but like there's a lot of dope artists in the world. There's a lot of dope artists in LA. Like it was, it was, level i felt like i had to take to to gain serious interest in especially in a city like this and we played a show at the peppermint club with like a full band and the energy was crazy and a lot of like the labels and management groups and shit i was talking to were in there and it was just kind of a moment where everything came together and it was like okay like this shit was fire like the music was really good the performances were crazy the musicians i was playing with were dope the optics everything was fire and since then, I've just been trying to do that as much as I can. Like, it's not a free production, you know what I'm saying, to pay all your band members and get new music out all the time and shit. But 
we've played two more shows um, in LA since then. We sold out all of our shows this year and last year, which was fire. And that's like, that's the good part of LA, man. Is like I don't think there's another city in the world you could do that kind of shit in. Yeah, you can like, like fill a room, get all those people together, like and for, especially from like an industry like that. Yeah, and just like fill a room with people who understand like like how good something is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. A casual fan to like a sports game and like let them watch like someone hoop, like watch LeBron hoop, and they're like, wow, he's great. Yeah. But like someone who know basketball is like, wow, like he's great, you know. And this was like the first time I was doing shows in front of people that I felt like understood how hard we were going with the shit yeah. and it was like you know we were we just took a couple huge levels up after that and as far as just like la as a city goes and i, I don't have like a ton of animosity as far as like getting done dirty in the music industry just because like i think business is business and like i understand that and there's a lot of opportunities here but there's not going to be like any handouts just because like you're good at some shit like i said there's a lot of people in the city that are good and everything and everyone wants to like make a wave and all this. Yeah, I mean, they call it the industry for a reason. Like everybody's kind of out there. Everybody's trying to try and kind of move towards the same direction. But that also is a good thing. Like I said, like you said, like because since everybody understands like the path you're on, like what you're trying to do, like it gets a little bit easier. Like you don't have to like tell them what you're doing all the time, like what you're trying to do. Because a lot of them like they they get it, and it, it, I guess it for sure makes those intros a little bit easier. Yeah. So I guess. You feel like you got, got some good motion going on out there? Like, do you feel like building, buzzing a little more? It's been it's been dope, bro. I, I would definitely say I wouldn't have been able to do what I've been able to do without living here. Mm-hmm. Like I said, those shows and just like that kind of shit where like you could have like I had like a freestyle video doing really well and like a management group or like come to the office and like you could literally go to their office that day. And it's like, if you don't live here, that that's not going to happen type shit. So yeah, I do feel like we've we've taken advantage of our opportunities here and made a nice little wave in the city. I'd be lying if I said I was anywhere close to like satisfied. Yeah. I feel like so much unfinished business here. Um, and there's definitely like a level of like killing shit in this city that I've seen from like my peers and other homies that like I really want to take it to. Um, but yeah, man, I think I think we're on the way there and it's just like a matter of time before we get those type of shots okay and, and i gotta ask you know this can be a question oh especially get start getting to, to you know those type of levels i always gonna ask you about like being white and rap obviously like it's a predominantly like black industry black culture black music do you like have you found um like any obstacles headed towards you or do you like kind of get those 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 looks or second glances being a white rapper now or do you feel like times have kind of started to change a little more and like be a little more open um i definitely don't think i like i I would never like play the victim for being a white rapper you know what i'm saying like of course first of all like i'm a guest in the space of rap and like hip-hop in general like it was just what i grew up loving and type shit and as i got older like definitely started to see that and understand that um but no bro if anything it just gives me an opportunity to like i mean obviously stick out you know what i'm saying and it's like I don't know how many white rappers that aren't like what of like a novelty act or, you know, like I'm not like no disrespect to any, like I'm not Lil Dicky. I'm not yeah. like, not that kind of like it's rap, bro. Like yeah. it's, it's poetry. It's all that. Um, so no, I, I don't 
it's an, like a disadvantage by any means. I don't, I wouldn't say it's an advantage either. I think it's just something that I've, I've learned to live with and like navigate in this space and just try to be like authentically myself as much as I can. I mean, I do feel like kind of like the stigma or whatever about it. It's definitely gone away more over the years. I mean, you see a lot more artists, obviously, and they're like Jack, Jack Harlow and everybody else. Like kind of, you don't even really mention it anymore. It's just like, oh yeah, he's just part of it. And I, I definitely see like a shift kind of happening in, in terms of that. For sure. I feel like like throughout time, there's only been like really like one at a time. That's like yeah. a white rapper cracking. It was like Max. him and then like low key, like maybe Asher Roth or like G Easy, yeah. yeah. like Mac and Arlo. But there's never been a space where there's like a bunch of white rappers that are like killing shit at yeah. the same time. You know, it's like. I mean, yeah, yeah. You can say that for sure. I was going to say like MGK and Jack, but MGK went pop punk. So like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for yeah. Sure. I mean, bro took that shit to another level. Shout out to MGK. That shit is, that shit's a movie, bro. I'm, I remember seeing his first videos like way back in the day when he was really rapping. Yeah. Over, like some Fort Minor beat, shaved head, skinny dude from Cleveland. And now he really like real life rock star. Bro. Rock star for sure. Dude. I'll give him props for that. Like, that's just not easy. No, that's epic. So I guess, I mean, I'm sure people always ask, like, Eminem, was that, like, an influence? Like, they always kind of yeah. hold him as the bar, you know what I mean? In terms of, like, being a right rapper, like, they always point towards him, so. Definitely, like, in my early days, I'm not, like, cranking M anymore, no disrespect, but, like, when I was, like, younger, I listened to Eminem. Um, again, I think when I was younger, I carried, like, a huge chip on my shoulder as far as rap went, and, like, his shit was definitely on that type of time. And, like, as I like grew out of that i think i grew out of listening to that kind of music and started to just like fuck with a completely different sound and yeah yeah i mean he is the barologist basically like he he's the one that'll give you crazy like <laughs> syllables all types of like you know double yeah. triple entendres and shit like that like he's definitely known for the, the te technical aspect i don't know if you've seen did you did you um obviously speaking about him like there's been a lot of conversation recently, especially about like older artists and hip hop and like this newer generation. I don't know if you caught like Mel Mel and M their back and forth. Yeah, I did. I did. did you catch? <laughs> did you catch? Did you catch Mel Mel's song? Yeah, I did. All right, <laughs> all right. What's your thoughts on that? Um, I think bro should not do that shit again. <laughs> um. <laughs> And I think M probably need to hang it up too in terms of like that type of shit, like going at somebody, yeah. like attacking like a whole generation of people. Like you're, you're one of the greatest ever, but you don't need to do all that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think who am I to tell Eminem to stop fucking rapping? Like he going to rap forever. So I was just like, yo, M, you you old head too at this point. Like, so I'm really just like two old heads going at it about being old yeah. heads. Like, and I just don't, I don't like it. She just sounded, it sounded old too. Like, it sounded like an old ass battle. Like, especially Mel on Mel's part. Like, yo, come he, on. He need one for sure. I mean, he did come out. He, <laughs> this, he did come out. He did apologize. He he did. He did say that. He's like, yo, my bad. Like, I, I fucked up. <laughs> you know, he like, because I heard he this shit. Worked. I was like, yo, <laughs> this shit is. This is not it, man. It's not how people want to remember you, bro. No, that's not it. You don't want to go out like that. Yeah, I was going out very sad. Very sad. I also don't like... What else I say? Let's get into it. So like, like you said, you've been putting out music pretty pretty regularly, pretty consistently. Um, you've had a lot of new drops this year already. Um, 
And someone talk about like lemon cherry. I also heard that that's something to do with weed. Uh, yeah, for a while I had a, I had like my own strain of weed. We're still working on it. We got to sort out some loopholes and shit, but, uh, yeah, it's like lemon cherry gelato is my favorite strain of tree. Um, okay. I linked up with a homie Casey, Casey, you go by queso for, for production. Um, and we pretty much just smoked a bunch of lemon cherry and made like 25 songs and put this whole project together that we've been starting to roll out and yeah, it just kind of became like the theme of the project, like as tree and this like high idea, like duality and like sweet and sour and like all these things that like came with it. So yeah, Lemon Cherry is a, is a two pack EP that I put out in March as well as in my opinion, the best, best strain of tree. Okay. So I'm going to bring it up right here. Got it right here. Lemon Cherry EP, Blunt Guts track number one. Um, I don't know if you want to tell us anything about this song. Um, yeah, so this song is is about. I don't really write too many songs that are just like straightforward. Like, this is what it's about. It's always like more of like this like, overarching concept. And blunt guts is like. This is was a period of time in my life where I was experiencing a lot of like luxury for the first time, like super nice cars and hotel rooms and paying for shit for me because of like my music business and just like all these things. But at the same time, like I was still like same old me, like with a messy hotel room and like blunt guts all over this like $2,000 a night hotel room. And it just is like, the song is about the parody between shit like that. Kind of, it's like blunt guts in my bed sheets. Like, blah, blah, blah. Okay, and it was okay. just like, you know, it was just, just about that kind of shit. Like no matter how much, we continue to like climb in this world and this industry type shit. Like, I feel like the people I keep around me are so like, we meant to be a squad and we're not going to like switch up based on the fucking room we're in. Like, it's always kind of the gang just like doing us and, and trying to have fun while we, while we can for real. All right. So I say, let's check it out. Blunt goods, track one off of lemon cherry EP, Garrett Zookas. To my best I like good hair when it's bedtime. Red wine, my red meat. You knew when you met me. There's other things I love too. Would've loved you if you let me. Now it's blood guts to my bestie. Head on the water, get baptized. Standing in like a mannequin. Wanna bandage ship if it capsized. Last bitch was a bad bitch. It was magic, but a bad time. Big dreams since 16. I'ma show you the exact size. I'm Two blessed 
nights, no bad days. High hopes, high standards. No taxes, all cash. Got a big stance, in Flanders. Ooh, new whip is too quick. Got a hundred bands on my lanyard. Don't make me the villain. You know what it was. Oh, what a feeling. Wish I knew what it was. Cause it wasn't love and it wasn't lust. It had to be something between. Either I died or I'm finally living for real. It feel like I'm stuck in a dream. Check engine light, I've been ignoring all the things that I should fix. Hit the pedal at the yellow light and give the roof a kiss. If the drive a little different, it's cause I just hit the switch. This a story about my life, like, ain't that bad a bitch. Now it's my guts and my best shit. I like good head when it's bedtime. Red wine with my red meat. You know when you met me. There's other things I love too. Would've loved you if you let me. Now it's blood guts to my best sheets. I like good head when it's bedtime. Red wine with my red meat. You know when you met me. There's other things I love too. Would've loved you if you let me. who produced that joint that was fire um very smooth very sultry kind of got like 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 a really good melody like you said you um like you said in your craft like you came from like more bars and more like rapping and then like you had to like develop that ability to be more melodic is that what you is that what you're saying earlier yeah and i think like a lot of it was just a testament to like how my taste in music changed like uh-huh. i said i grew up listening like that like eminem era and like battle rap and just like it was all about the bars. Yeah, like it yeah. didn't even matter how much you were like trying to cram into a sentence. You were just trying to get a bar off. And like the older I got and the more I just like honestly started to experience like the vibes of music and like how much like the instruments mattered and how much the melody of shit mattered and all that. Like that's when I started to learn to make like records and not just be rapping for real. Okay. Well that that was a record right there. That was a straight up, you know, straight up song. That shit was fire. Next track, Lucid. You anything about that one um same era you know what i'm saying was it was a very just like this was a song where i was just trying to talk my shit and um lucid is like a like an electric car it's like it's like one up from a tesla they're like okay you know what i'm saying they're nice and um a tesla is like an ecstasy pill and so the hook of this song is like i'm off a of tesla in a lucid um and it was just like uh, that's a disclaimer. You know what I'm saying? This is this is uh, this is fan fiction. Um, but it was just a, a studio session where it was mad late and everyone was just kind of like geeked up and having a good time. And I was really in a bag of just like talking my shit and feeling like we we were doing this shit. And so this song just kind of carry like a crazy energy and just like I said, definitely talking my shit. All right, let's check this one out. Lucid. Hell yeah. Gone. Bye-bye. Cali King, bring a friend, we got room for three. Losing me 
sex, but it's cool with me. Bitches with no class, that's true and sick. Say you got a man, what the fuck that gotta do with me? I'm a dog, you take one to no one. She thought she in love with no one. Roll one, two lit, I been on. Three things, four doors, the roof on. I'm going stupid. Ass around, I really do this. You better cool it. My diamond sweating like it's human. Undisputed. Skip the bullshit. My people with me, the fee included. All my people on my taxes. My life like a movie. I'm in dinner with an actress. I get up, get lifted. There's a method to the madness. Products give me blisters. Many shits, it's just for fits. Diamond sweating, yeah, they smash. She be in the fitness, is not plastic. Only fuck with luxury, yeah, but for me she nasty. We got room for company, what's up with it? Was handy. I'm a dog, you take one to no one. She a thought she in love with no one. Roll one, two lit, I been on. Three things, four door, the roof on. I ain't lose it, I'm going stupid. Ass around, I really do this. You better cool it. My diamond sweating like it's human, undisputed. Skip the bullshit, my people with me. You said this all came from like the same session we did like you said like 25 songs yeah we were locked in for like a couple couple like a month honestly um my homie casey who did that b2 um yeah we were locked in for a minute just cooking up but those were the first two that came out together um and then i dropped swerve in last friday that joined above it and we got a bunch more on the way i got another song coming september 8th okay so so what's kind of like your creative process when you like in the studio? Are you a pen and pad guy? You just kind of go in there freestyle? Like, like what's your process? Um, definitely like constantly evolving and changing, honestly, because I grew up just like, writing everything by myself, like at the crib, pretty much just like headphones beat right till the song's done, go in and record it. Um, moving to LA was huge for me in terms of like learning how to collaborate and like pull up on sessions and, and cook up on the spot and that kind of shit. I'm so picky about lyrics and like what I'm saying that I don't like to rush and just like do the first thing that I know the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I've definitely found the beauty in like that kind of work and like some of my favorite joints now have come like that, like Lucid. We, we wrote super quick. It was a really collaborative effort and just like came out crazy and like honestly probably would never have made a song like that if I was just like at the crib writing by myself type shit. Um, so my process is, is yeah, forever changing. I still prefer and think I write my best by myself in terms of like lyrically, um, just give me time to like think and like really like, like work through what I'm trying to say and work through bars and shit. Um, as far as like picking production and shit goes, forever a changing process for me i do like you know cooking from scratch with people i don't mind getting beat packs and shit and working on shit that's already done it just depends what i catch a vibe to honestly are you like a late night guy like you studio all night or kind of clock in during the day it depends on the vibes it definitely like there was 
for those songs, we did a lot of late sessions. I feel like early in the music industry is like people be like, let's get it in off the early and they're trying to link at like 6 PM. So it's yeah. like, like even if you get there around then we locked in until midnight at the very earliest. Yeah. So like we've had some late sessions again. I, I think like I'm, I'm still like adapting and learning and shit in, in my process. I used to not like to do that. I used to be super picky about like my voice and was like, if it gets too late or I smoke too much, like, my voice yeah. is going to get all fucked up. But now I just like, I just like learn to work through it. And it's like, if I really want to do this at a high level, like you're going to have to record perform and do all that. So it's like, yeah, we just really out here and catching vibes and making music, like whatever the circumstance may be, if it's at the crib, if it's working with someone, the process is pretty open at this point. I just remember um, hearing about like M's process. How his shit is like really like nine to five. Like he, text him like nine and like when five hits like he's out no matter what like he's like oh, i got shit to yeah. do. like that's just crazy to me. i definitely couldn't couldn't do that i mean i could if like you know what i'm saying i had to for like the big bread or whatever but like in terms of like how i like to create i don't like to like force shit like someone's like how do you deal with writer's block i'm like i don't write if i have writer's block usually yeah you just like i like, like if i have sit. to if I'm like in a in a session like writing with someone or for someone, I could always write. Like literally never will not have something to rhyme or say or whatever. But if it's like my song for my projects or my releases or whatever, whole different bag. And like there's plenty of times where I sit down to write and I'm just like, I don't have shit to say today or I'm uninspired or whatever. And I typically just keep it pushing and go work on something else, like videos or whatever. Yeah, I think that's interesting the point you just said, like when it comes to songwriting, I guess I don't really think about that much like it's got to be a lot easier writing for somebody else or like just creating something that's not even like really attached to you than it is something that's like coming from you as personal right for sure like definitely and most of that for me is like lyrically but also melodically and shit like some people have way different ranges and like vocal tones and shit so you could write some shit for them that you could never do um but yeah like in terms of like substance and content it's it's been super refreshing for me to be able to collaborate and write for other people and just like have people fuck with your ideas that you like second guess all the time and shit. Cause you're just like so jaded by your own yeah. talents or whatever. Have you, um, have you done much writing in, in your rehearsal for others? Um, I have, re I have recently I've had the opportunity to, to be in some cool writing rooms and, and work on some projects for other people, which is dope. Um, nothing too crazy yet or anything that I'm on gas up on here, but, definitely has been a refreshing like creative experience for me to like not have to worry about writing the whole fucking song every time yeah just like kind of get to to do what i'm best at like be brought in as like a tool for like lyrics as opposed to like you know it's like it's nice is that something that you would want to do more like down the line for sure for and like i wasn't super sold on it until like I, I did it more and like got to work with some really dope people and it was like wow i could i could really benefit from this just like as an artist but just like it was a like a, a set of refreshing experience to just kind of be like it's like a, a basketball team where you're like a shooter and you don't yeah. have to like you do got all, one job yeah and shoot it's like they give you the melody or like the cadences and i just like fill in the words and keep it pushing because like it's so easy to, for me to do that and the parts that are easy for them are like super not easy for me so is that like um is that kind of like general process you come in they already have like production kind of picked out and like kind of like a lot of people they want to do and like 
tell you see what you can do with this or like they have like concepts and topics that they want you to hit depends on the set honestly sometimes it, it, it'll go either of those ways um there's also times where i'll just like write the whole song as like the way i would write it as like a rapper and then the artist i'm working with was, was sort of like make the lines more melodic you know but they're in the same pocket that i wrote it in but it's just the way a singer would do it yeah uh which which has been dope because like a lot of singers don't like necessarily work in like rap cadences like they're pretty fast and like when when they do hit those like that shit's hard like that's why yeah. like modern art like some of that shit's crazy like brent and like some of those artists are really like damn near rapping just yeah. in a singing yeah so it's like yeah that shit's hard all right is there like any uh any drink collabs that you that you want to do god a ton like literally I hope no one ever sees this interview because I'm going to leave <laughs> many names off the list. But like um, the artists I mentioned earlier, I think would be sick, like Saba, Westside Boogie, Rex Life Raj. Um, Clav, God, there's fucking a million. Dominic Fike would be sick. Um, obviously, like a Drizzy collab would be like the craziest thing. I think Harlow and I would make some really good music together. Um, Russ would be dope. Um Bro, I'm. I would be more than willing to cook up with with most artists, dude. I think, like I said, I'm so much more open to collabing and like, just being able to get my shit off. Worry about a verse or whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah, I checked out your past like catalog. I, I didn't see a lot of features. I used to like really not want to do any features like for anyone or have anyone on my song. Um, I didn't like the aspect of like not knowing someone and just like sending them a record. Yeah. Shit was weird to me. Like these are like my fucking babies and I'm just gonna like send it to this dude. Um again, I, I still would prefer to work with artists I know. Like like there's even artists mentioned that like I've had discussions with their team or whatever where it's like I could pay them for a feature and it would be, you know, this, that, which is straight. But like Like they'll just email to you type the, shit. Yeah, it's not about the bread. I just would more so want it to be like a real cut like collaborative process where we're like kicking it as homies too yeah. and like in this like you like know, working art, on something like a real artistic thing yeah you know and i know you got to earn that level of like respect and like you know someone to give you their time like that but we just going to keep working until that's the vibes because i don't yeah the feature is important to me for sure but in the past hasn't been like an area i've spent too much time worrying about yeah. i, I recognize for like what i'm doing and not because like someone else is on my song Okay. And I, I mean, like I said, keep doing it. Like you got a new, another new song that you said just came out, um, last, last Friday. Yeah. Swerving. Came Swerving. Out, um, on Friday. Yeah. All right. So how the, how this one come about? And this is a super, like one of my least like rappy songs, pretty like melodic and chill. Very like just on some introspective shit. I have this whiteboard in my crib, um, that like when people come over, they like write all over it. So it's just like covered in like random quotes and phrases and like stupid shit my homies wrote. And this joint, like this beat came on while I was like writing at the crib one day and just like, I was like looking at the whiteboard and just kind of started to like pick phrases off the whiteboard and like run with them. And like, that's kind of how the whole song is written low key. Um, was just off these like various phrases. Like someone wrote like call mom, like stop smoking. And it's like the song opens with like, I should call my mom more. I should smoke these blunts less or whatever. And it's like the whole song was just kind of this like stream of conscious of like all these things that people had written on the board and like 
me doing self-reflection of like looking at the board and like thinking about all the people who wrote them and like where they are now in my life and like all that kind of shit. Um, so yeah, this, this song's a crazy vibe. Again, a little like less rappy than a lot of my records are. And like, I'm still getting, getting the bars off. Like don't get it twisted, but it's, it's just like a bit of a new like genre for me as far as like what I was experimenting with here for show. All right, let's check this one out, Swerve. Uh, I should call my mom or I should burn these blunts less. Wonder what it's all for. Melting with the sunsets, dying with the loudest. Things I'll never confess. Time flying by, give me wings so I could run less. I got a question Are you friends with your reflection? I wouldn't hold your breath if I wait on Mrs. Right. There gon' be nobody left. I've been giving girls my heart just to get it off my chest. Hunting for the high, baby, get me through the night. There's a lot I'm doing wrong. There's some things I'm doing right. Tequila with the lime, cause I'm cutting out the sprite. I hate all your fucking friends, but I fuck them out of spite. If these walls could talk, I would sample all the voices. I see how your life look. It look like your choices. Think her name was Ivy. Pretty, but she poison. Take a hit and hold your breath. I felt the urge, now fate is slurring words. Yeah, it is what it is. I trust nothing that occurs. All this shit is for the birds. Yeah, I just came to terms with. We used to get swerved. Now we do the swerve. Yeah, we do the swerve. 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 Us against the world, I think it's even size. I just let the spliff and forgot that you existed. You know how I get with my different addictions. Life is moving quick, pay attention, you gon' miss it. Feel it coming in the distance. I felt the urge, now fate is slurring words. Yeah, it is what it is. I trust nothing that occurs. All this shit is for the birds. I just came to terms with we used to get swerved. Now we do the swerve, and we do the swerve. super dope man like like i said i I went back through catalog man i I, I checked out like your early early stuff and like even like to now like the evolution is pretty crazy and like the musicality and artistry man thank you bro i really appreciate that and that's like it's like what i've touched on a bunch of times throughout this this combo is just like the various levels of like artistry and the creative process and like how high and like take whatever it is you're doing is like 
I feel like when people ask me what I stand for, like as an artist, when they're like, you know, like what's your whatever, that's it. It's not like this crazy, like rags to riches story or anything like that. It's just more so like I found something that I fucking love to do and like did it over and over and over yeah. and over and got really fucking good at it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. And like, that's what I stand for. That's what I fucking live for is like, people finding their passions and like not being afraid to obsess over it and like become as good as you can at it. And, um, so yeah, I really fucking appreciate, you know, you peeping the old shit and like getting some understanding of like how far, you know, I've come with the music and dude, I really feel like I have nowhere near the level of like actual production and like, you know what I'm saying? Like music making that I'm going to get to. And yeah. I just like, that shit fired me up to think about. Cause like, there's a lot of times I'm still just writing at the crib and getting my bars off over shit and pulling up at my homie's house that I'm sitting at right now. And just like cutting OD records in the living room. Cause we love to do this shit. But like, I think there's, there's a whole like another world out there of, of music making and collaboration and shit that, like I said, I can't wait to tap into and we on the way. No, I mean, I definitely understand that feeling like kind of not being afraid to do shit over and over again. It's kind of like our whole, meaning behind our whole website and brand is living life fearless is, is finding that passion, finding that kind of thing that like drives you and just doing it no matter what. And like, I can definitely hear it, definitely hear it, can definitely see it, you know, in the craft and your music, like this isn't just like something you're just doing for fun. Like this is, this is what you do, you know, like, and I guess, um, what was that feeling? Like, can you remember that moment where you like, from where you started to like where you were at that point where you're like, Oh, I'm like kind of nice now, like this, like, yeah, like I, I, I can do this, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you did, like, every time I ask people, people know that feeling when it's like, oh shit, like I'm kind of nice now, like, yeah. And there's, dude, there's just like that crazy, like, I feel like I, I spent a lot of time living in this space in my head where I was like watching people do things and I was like, I could do that. Yeah. And like, so many people live in that space bullshitting with your homies like watching something like we could do that we could write a tv show or like we could have a podcast or like whatever and like there was two moments for me three moments for me <laughs> throughout my career that i think really like changed a lot for me my first one was there was a studio in dc called district sound lab shout out the homie kaylin and caps um and most of the like super dope dc artists were working in there like Chaz French, um, Pusha T, IDK, Phil Day, all these artists that I had like look up to for a long time. And I did a project in there and a couple of times while I was making the project, someone would like poke their head in the room and be like, yo, who is this or whatever. And it would be these people that I had looked up to for a long time. And they'd be like, yo, this shit's tough. Like, keep going. You know what I'm saying? And that was, those moments were really big for me in terms of like, I right, getting some validation from like people that I admire hear it from your homies it's another thing to hear it from like the people you're trying to be like and then like i said the first la show changed changed everything for me in terms of like i was like oh bro i could do this shit every night over and over like i love being on stage there's not like a nerve in my body it was like everyone and like you know what i'm saying everyone was like oh i didn't know it was like that like that was lit. yeah and and the other one was was the freestyle video I've referenced a bunch of times where it was like I had so long lived in that space in my head of like watching all these dudes like prove that they could wrap their ass off on like one of these radio shows. And I'd always be like, I could do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, if I ever had the chance, like I could do it. And it was really like, bro, 
what, what, why don't you just go do it? Like you could literally wrap it just to the camera. It don't really matter. And when we set that up in the first one, we did like had a bit of virality and like had some legs and like I had some really sick people hit me up about it. And that was just another moment where I was like, not even on some cocky shit, just on some like, thank God I am who I thought I was. You know what I'm saying? Like, thank God I'm not fucking trash at this. And like, I had convinced myself I was nice because it was like, all right, bet this shit a little undeniable now to a certain extent. Obviously, yeah. I have to go repeat it over and over and over. But it was like, I'd be making OD sports analogies just because I grew up like hooping and playing sports. But it's like, when you play against someone that like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like a rookie playing against like LeBron or something. Yeah. Giving like money. Like, okay, bet. I play. Like, I'm good. Like, and it was but just like, I've had that, a few of those. That, it's that I belong. It's that I belong feeling. Yeah, exactly. And just like, I am who I thought I was, that type of shit. And I've been like very humbled in that feeling as well because like I think like I've had a lot of like peaks of that type of shit of like getting these moments of validation from people that I thought were gonna fuck around and like change my life. And then like a month later, like okay, bet that person like posted me on their shit, but like didn't, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, we didn't sign a deal with them. We didn't do whatever. They were just like almost like eating off the talent for that for that brief moment or whatever it was um so there's been many times i've, I've been like humbled in that feeling of like i'm him but um those like constant reminders along the way of just like yeah like it is like that and i'm not just like fucking crazy those are yeah. super important i definitely understand that feeling man like you know i was a hooper i grew up uh playing sports also like there's always that moment where you're like oh shit i'm fucking nice now like can't nobody like deny this shit and then then there's also another feeling i know that you probably have is like where people are like kind of giving you your props and like yo this shit's nice this is dope this is tough but then like back in your mind you're like oh but you don't even know like wait till you hear or oh, tc that's, the, the, one, that's the one right that's there right? The one. <laughs> that's the one right there that shit is because it's like like yeah you have like a good game or something and it's yeah. a good game you're like, even really play like nah. that and like God, see, that shit is going to eat me alive, I feel like. And, like, a lot of people close to me, like, they have to constantly remind me that, like, I be jaded sometimes about, like, my work and, and things like that. And that, like, you know, it is like that. And don't, like, get it twisted. Because, yeah. like, my the bar I set for myself in my head Super is so high. fucking yep. high. Like, every time I've left one of those freestyles that, like, end up going crazy and everyone's like, what the fuck? Every time I've left and been, like, sick for, like, 30 minutes. We have to like smoke a bunch and like everyone has to like keep telling me I killed it. And I'm like, bro, I, like, I could have gone harder. Way like, harder. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. You went like, yeah. And then it'll come out and I'll be like, ah, that's just fire. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's a that's a constant battle. And I, I definitely would rather be that way than like, just like, Complacent. yes man to myself. Yeah. Yeah. And be like, yeah, I had a pretty good game. Like, like, fuck that. I've always like felt like I could be like way nicer than I was. And I think in a lot of aspects, bro, like, I never wanted to put in the work as bad as I, I do with the music shit. Like with the sports shit, it was like that level of like, once I was playing in college, it was like, okay, I could be like, I could be like that, but it's going to take like some big time work and sacrifices. And like, like my homies that I played college ball with that are in the league now, they were the type that like, they weren't drinking as much as everyone else. They were going to bed early, like boot up with their girl, eating healthy and shit. And yeah. I'm like, act like a fuck. And I'm like, damn, like, I don't know how bad I want this. Yeah. But, like, with the music shit, when you're, like, when you want to be that as good as, like, you know you are in your head, you know what I'm saying? Not just like that, oh, I could be like that. But when you're really, like, I want to see, if, like, how good that could be. 
that's that's like a never ending battle number one and that's like definitely a space that I'm I'm trying to live in is like figuring that out of like how to show that to everyone because yeah. is it ever going to hit the limit of like I feel like I showed them my nicest work you know probably not I mean look at Drake you know what I mean like people still be looking at him like oh, he's a sicko like he's done everything you could possibly want as an artist but he's still like trying to kill people whenever he gets the opportunity you know like still putting out hopping on people's shit just murdering and it's like bro like you don't get tired it's like nah like cause he feels like he can always do do more you know what I mean like it's just yeah. I think that's just that's a sign of like well those having that that it that like kind of drive it's it's like says speaking of sports like it's always when it comes down to athletes and professionals like for me it's like kind of the difference between like the top guys and like nah it's like it's like so it eats eats them inside to like be that next level you know what I mean it's it's just a continuous drive to do that yeah and I think there's like and I mean who knows which one I am I guess it'll it'll time will tell when it's all said and done but there's like the person who works dumb hard but like wasn't that nice to start with you know yeah and it's like that's like fucking steve kerr when he was in the league or some shit like didn't have that much natural talent like work in od and then there's like lebron where it's like he had everything and like and worked he put this shit in, yeah and so it's just like because like there's people i know in music like rappers i know that like they work probably way harder than me and i like no disrespect to them they just like don't got it yeah and it's like that's a that's a reality too where it's like you could work really hard at something that isn't for you and i i fucking pray to the stars <laughs> that you know i'm not wasting my time but i really feel like this shit is for me and it's like something that i have to do like all the time like when yeah. i wake up it's like the first thing on my mind is like to start to like work and create some some shit and it's like it's a it's like a scary space at times because it's very like you're setting the expectations for yourself in a lot of like like those days but but yeah like i said it's something i i just feel like i have to do and it's just kind of like second nature at this point it's just like yeah we could all right uh, you know speaking about those freestyles um i mean that was also one of the reasons i want to tell you like i hopped on checked your shit out like seen the freestyles well like, oh, he's going crazy like he can actually actually spit like he can actually do this and one of them was like this 10 minute freestyle you did over like Big EJ and a bunch of other people. And like, kind of like how that moment come about what was the feeling of that. Dude. So that was like, like just what we were talking about before this, me and my homies had this, like, I grew up, like I said, battle rap and like freestyles on radio shows and shit was like, I was always, Funk, that was my like, shit. Sally like, I like to like prove your one taking your raps, make sure everyone can hear what the fuck you're saying. Like that was rap to me. And so I had this like three, four days where I was like educating my homies on like all the videos that I grew up on as far as like the radio freeze went. I was showing them like Black Thought, all these like, you know what I'm saying, the OD ones, like Sue Surf on bars on I-95, yeah. like um, my favorite ones. And the one that we were like given the crown was fucking Vic Mensa on LA Leakers for the third time. And he rapped for fucking 10 minutes never miss a breath or a cadence and the bars are just stupid the whole time yeah. like crazy historical bars gum bars like it's just punch after punch after punch and we we're watching it and i was like bro i feel like i could do that shit like i didn't do it over the over one beat he went one beat the whole time but i was like i feel like i could pull up somewhere and give you 10 minutes of bars like if i was prepared you know what i'm saying like and so we just made it happen i found like a fly looking studio we rented it my homies pulled up and and played the roles of like the host of the shit and 
it was what it was. Like I said, that was a huge moment for me in terms of just like, because I don't like you can't do that in a song. You know what I'm no. saying? You can't just like rap in a song. For I mean, that long not moment. nowadays. But I also remember um, back in the day, like Cassidy. Um, what was it? Six minutes of uh, six minutes of death, something like that, with Fabulous yeah. and Wayne. Like that was just straight. Like that was back in the day. Like you could just have one beat, simple beat, and just three dudes just going crazy, and like everybody would fuck yeah. with it. It's so crazy. Like, yeah. And like, honestly, part of that, like sparked a thought in my head of like, I need to do that more is just like be spazzing on like actual tracks. It just like don't hit home for me all the time when I start to work on something. I just yeah. like I think of music a little differently now. But do those freestyles, I like we, we working on another one now. Um, I'm trying to get up on some of those bigger platforms, bro. I really, really would go fucking stupid on on like, you know, what I'm saying like leakers or flex or something. I, mean, I believe it. I'd leave. Earth. Yeah, I'd leave Earth. All right, let me um, I mean. Speaking of it, like I, I got it right here. We can um Hell check yeah. out. You the... might just have to go. To the, you might have to go to the last one. The last one's the toughest one. Which one? The last. The last beat. Because right. I feel like we're not gonna watch all ten minutes. Nah. I could tell you, it's probably yeah, probably right around here. Get it swiftly. Six cities. Go go back a little bit. Yo, this shit's OD. Shout out to Adrian, my homie sitting next to me. He was he's the best hype man. Like he got me so so lit while I was right. Oh no, you need the hype. You need the hype when you're doing these freestyle. Yeah. That's part of it, man. You need the you need the flux so bombs, you need the faces, you need everything. You know what I mean? The reactions were <laughs> We're the best part. Right, <laughs> We're not fucking playing. I wanted to. <laughs> I'm tired of this <laughs> shit. Oh. All right. Yep. Yep. Million beat by Jay Z. You know what I mean? Like Ooh, classic, classic. all time classic. Like guy. People were in the comments like, "What beat is this?" And everyone was answering wrong. I was like, "Come on." Oh, come on. Yeah. All right. That's one thing that that does kind of irk me about hip hop is like the lack of knowledge about like even. The earlier date, like the '90s, we're talking of like hip hop is kind of crazy to me. Yeah. But uh, all right. All right. Trying to get you in the screen. Something happened. Bring you back in here. So get your reaction to your own to your own uh to your own freestyle. Here we go. Wait, can you see me still? Yeah, I see you right. Okay. Here. All right, Gary Zook is insane. Ten minute freestyle with Biggie, Jay Z, and more. This is like one of the ones that, like, I was like, "Oh shit, okay, he's nice." Hey. Like, I was like, "All right," because that's always a litmus test for me. It's like, can he spit though? Like, you know, I'm kind of old school in that. Like, and, oh. and it's the rap Olympics when you come up to some shit like this. You, you have know? to. It's just like, there's no hiding. There's no hiding artist. when you come to this. No hiding. Exactly. Exactly. All right, let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's check this one out. A million rapping over Jay Z. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> Oh shit, I don't do that. Yeah. Oh no. My inspiration resurrected. It was dead for a second. I step on next in these sessions. It's been too long to neglect it. Really one of them ones with this pen. Feel like a god amongst men. Forest fashion in the flows. I follow some trends. But my pullout game strong as Arnold in his prime. How I get off these lines like Aaron Donald. 99 overall. Cause I ain't perfect, but way closer than most of y'all. Fuck the protocols. I'm the one a pro call to sharpen his game like Chris Brickley. Get it swiftly. Six cities in seven days. Y'all don't really got the juice you minute made. 
made lemonade Started rapping on a day M&J made renegade Been the same sense About to teach him how to ball Like I'm really Naismith Really like that with this Mike Hunt Calvin Cambridge Let me say this Sending a sensation And I always been an adrenaline junkie Hundred ways I'm getting this money Hundred days since somebody told me that they love me And even longer since they meant it Shawty gave it up and it ain't mine She just lent it You get it? My tickets like twice the price of admission To your shit and I got twice the attendance Who you kidding saying you in this league G You G League at best B-side of my CDs Easily better than your A-list sets In other words my worst game your best one I'm scoring 40 then focusing on the next one Shed a lot of vices but you know I kept some Crazy girls Mercedes on the pole like F1 Sprinkle designer in my fit like a spliff Inside of the whip Peanut butter like Jif How you buying her bags and trying to act like you ain't paying a hit Who set the bar I'm about to raise it again Lost a couple of homies I know they always behind me I do it all for those angels I feel like Shohei Itani Said my D is the nicest They ain't no getting by me I'm busy texting the brunette from the front desk in the lobby We were in my basement like Eric Foreman's Pushing each other while there was cushion the air recording Those moments are forever As a man I'm merely mortal I ain't really writing raps Really I'm painting murals Diego Rivera This my takeover era Shit slap Leave your face over there Walk in the room And I'm taking the stairs Like the elevator don't work On the Odyssey Word to Homer These rhymes the only time I did my homework Study the craft Like I was making mac and cheese in the lab Now it's easy at last To spill my thoughts in our art You could easily blast Drop the beat You can't easily grasp it Burn it down Till you see me in ashes Enough is enough is One hit wonders Buster Douglas Who your plug is What's this substance He ripping you off Like band-aids I told her I make music She like what's your band name You a DJ More like John Keats On beats What you wanna eat It's all on me I don't do no laundry It's dry clean You not a star You in five scenes My eyes is very red Where the visine It get very dark You need high beams I adapted to it Life get heavy Put your back into it I was an average student But raps are stupid Pull up in all black How the pastor do it And this the third day See the casket moving Why is everybody business You sticking your nose in I still feel for you Just different emotions You so worried about Taking pics You forget to focus On what's important I feel like I'm coaching Let me chill I just want you to win Like why would I hate If I could get it now Why would I wait I'm giving thanks Know you like a lot on your plate Got the size too I would give you love But I don't got the time to Yeah I'ma come and find you I would give you love But I don't got the time to I'm in Cali Up in SoFi Seeing SoFi Seeing Tropas For my spot I don't need a co-sign I got the paperwork To show you that I earn mine And I know how this paperwork Protected like the O-line Orlando Pace Ben don't break This face Something man don't make when I hold this mic, my hand don't shake. I said, when I hold this mic, my Ooh. hand don't shake. Look at that hand down What? Oh, yeah. Yo, that's a classic video, bro. Nah, you went off. Hell yeah. You, you Whenever anyone asks me, like, they're like, what are, what's, like, the hardest bar you think you've ever written? Obviously, like, there's a ton of, like, good ones, but there's a couple in that joint that are crazy. The... Hey. Hey, the, the uh, casket movement third day one underrated. That shit was tough. I, bro, there's so many. Like I, I wrote that shit and I still catch some of them. Like, but like there's, there's the shorty gave it up, but it ain't mine. She just lent it. Yeah. Like on lent, you yep. give it up. Yeah. That is crazy. And then the Mercedes bar and the Shohei Itani bar. Oh. Our time. Those, Those are so tough. hard. Shout hey, out to so, Shohei. 
Hey, really, damn, that should be happy. I've never, I've never like really just like sat back and like kind of spectated. Took it in. Like, like you gotta take that yeah. in, man. Like that, that's a moment right there. You know, that that's definitely a Push moment. Like people, fire. people need to tune in. Like that's that's when I'm like, okay, I gotta run this back. And I gotta catch what he's saying on this shit because he's going crazy. Hell yeah, thank you, bro. That's dope. Super tough. All right, so like, like you said, you grew up on um, freestyles, like I did, like a lot of people did back in the day. What are some of your favorite freestyles when it comes to your memory? Um, like I said, the Vic Mensa one is is super OD. The one he did on LA Leakers, where he he just bars out for like ten minutes. Um, there's a couple belly ones on the Leakers that he goes stupid on. Uh, Nick Grant's is really hard on the Leakers. Um, God, dude, there's so many. The one Cole did on the Leakers like a year or two ago was fucking stupid. Dude, I think the leakers have put on a lot of my favorite ones, like re- like in recent memory. Yeah, in recent they've been definitely holding down the um, yeah the bar game for sure. Just like like we were talking about before this video, like their their reactions add so much to the video. Like you they're really sell, paying yeah. attention. They're like so lit on it. Honestly, the baby one is fucking crazy on the leakers. It was like the day he like beat that dude's ass in the bowling alley, and he pulled up there like right after, and like the energy <laughs> in the video is fucking crazy. He's like taking his jacket off mid raps, just like going so stupid. Um, there's a lot of them. I like, dude, West side boogie does one on sway over, um, sing about me, the instrumental uh-huh. and he from Compton, Kendrick from Compton. And just like the instrumental come on and you just like, I don't know if he picked it pre or whatever, but like, you could just see like that shit hit him. And he was like, he go, he's like this one for the town. And like, he like, goes crazy and like sways like crying by the end of it it's just like it's so poetic and good like that's one of my favorite ones i don't know, too, if, I've, sure. I don't know if i've seen that one i don't know if i've seen that one dude I, I spend i'll go through like just like a week of like that's all i'll be watching is is pen game and like studying those kind of shits um so yeah those those are some of my favorites off, off time. all right so i gotta ask black dot funk flex seen that one that was fucking legendary almost like and like that was a good 12 minutes too of him just going insane. in insane like i think i think you got to like put that as the bar of the number one spot but just in terms of like it is like a little pre my time in terms of like so jam-packed with substance and rapidy rap and like not a lot of floating on the joint you know uh-huh. like just a little over rap just a tiny bit to me he, he like i think the, bars. the one where you go 10 minutes is like i've listened to that one way more times it's like more digestible and just like kind of clean to me, but no, the black thought one is like, that's God tier rap. I don't think it gets any better than that. As far as like rap rap, like, okay. So also did you grow up on like 106 and park? Uh, not 106. I guess it was, um, big digger in the basement. Did you, um, catch any of those freestyles growing up? A little, like a little before my time too. I watched 106 and park like a, like a bit. Um, but like, most of the freestyles I, w- I was like really peeping when I was younger were on radio shows. I got it. I'm gonna pull up a couple. I gotta pull up a couple. Get you oh, some, yeah, get, let's get some education. Shit. Little Wayne, obviously, this this was considered back in the day like one of the craziest ones you ever heard. This was like when everybody kind of just accepted that he he might be the best rapper alive at the time. Yeah. Um, this is the basement basement days, early early mid two thousands. If you if you could rap, you was on here, and they were going crazy, and Wayne went crazy on this one. Boom, so I'm Q4. Get you kind of rate these bars. I'm I'm gonna throw a couple freestyles at you. Let's see what you think. <laughs> 
I'm feeling real good today. Got some big, big guests in the building with me. And They're gonna rip this apart. Wayne and baby, I'm gonna step back. Birdman, it ain't Please right if we don't it. make it hot in the building. <laughs> Hello, world. Uh, I talked to him. Let me get him. Okay. See, live from the, from the, from the gotcha. Live from the 504, it's Mr. Crazy Flow, jumping like a bungee, no rope. Even in the dungeon, I glow. Even if it ain't sunny, I glow. If it ain't about money, I go. Nowhere I'm nailed to the flow. I am a sail to the water, money's a sail to my boat. And it's going down, it's going down like there's a whale in the boat. And you can smell what I smoke. And yep, I sip that lean. You hit me with that combination and make my eyes bleed. I'm a shark in the water, yeah, I swim with the big. So I don't have time to deal with Willie the Squid. L -l Lily pad, homies, look, look, look at the monster, man. You don't wanna crash like La 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 Bamba. Yeah, it's me, Rona and Terry, and my new drop is buried. Watermelon plum, just call it fruit punch. I'm an old rapper, getting new bucks, and all your new rappers, you are just new lunch. <laughs> Flow sick, so sick, need a doc, yes. A creature, monster, like the Loch Ness. I gets hotter by the tick, for I sizzle to death. I just tell a clock. Give me a sec I'm in the middle of the wall Where my enemy yeah I'm running it like Eric, Eric be enemy back <laughs> I hear the track I'm like an energy pack The instruments are crying out Where the sympathy at? <laughs> okay, I'm finna be that Whatever rich look like Well, look, I'm finna be that They say money ain't everything But I look better with that It's cash money, young money Have a sweater with that And just chill Bruh, the thing is, like, that really might have been off the top. No, it was off the top. He, he, you know this, this was definitely like, back in the day when he was just going off the top for days. That's so crazy, bro. That's like, what an era of rap, bro. That is, yeah, I feel like I left Wayne off, off the list earlier. But he, like, he did, man. In terms of like punchlines and, and that type of shit. I, I think he was kind of the shift where it became a, like you could tell the difference between like freestyles like his is he's got the melody to it he's kind of got the flow like you were talking about kind of flowing like that was kind of the shift when you started to hear more melodic into it more you know I guess and like Wayne was really like rapping like OD punchlines and shit on like big records yes. like huge songs yeah. which was like kind of a new thing as well it was like he always found a way to get like the crazy bar off even within the theme of whatever like big record he was doing. He oh, was back like, in those days, it was Wayne. And I would say probably, um, probably Lloyd Banks, maybe uh, punchline Kings at the time for sure. Wow. That's what I, I fuck with. Uh, the, like I listen to the JBP, like the Joe butter podcast all the time. And they be having Lloyd Banks on there sometimes. He was punchline dude, King a, back in the day. Dude, that was such a dope era of rap. Just like the mixtape arrow. They were just like, and who was the best fucking rapper you know it was just it, like if you yeah. if you couldn't rap back then you, it was like you don't just not gonna make it don't come don't come around don't put out music he's not gonna make it i'm gonna throw a couple more let's see i got um i, I never mentioned him, but jadakiss jadakiss wow. is, is another one that was now that people didn't want to see him joined. All right, here we go. Oh, you never seen this one. Okay, perfect, perfect. Right here we go. Spazzes, absolutely spazzes. You already know. 
Yeah, yo, I tell you this much, hip-hop is not dead. Uh -huh. Change gon' come, just like Barack said. Yeah. Money, power, respect, like the lock said. Yeah. You'll be the man of the house, my pop said. Yeah. Now can you picture me rolling like Pac said? Yeah. Do it for the inmates and all of the hotheads. Heat the streets up right quick, it's all timing. Gucci everything, Sierra Leone diamonds. Tell you this... <laughs> this ain't even a rap, it's a controlled substance. Yeah, hold on. You can yeah. curse. You can curse. Oh, I can curse? Yeah. Uh, yo, head on head collision. I'm a problem. Okay, so this is also legendary because this is the moment where he was he was he was about to you could tell he was about to drop some shit, but then he had to catch himself because he's on radio. And then he's like, Oh yo, you can curse. So when he's he says like, All right, uh, when he says you can curse, go super saiyan mode. It's insane. Turns up. <laughs> Curse? Yeah. Uh, yo, head on head collision. I'm a problem and nobody can solve them. I'm long division on the road of success, but it's more of a mission. They Woo! said I would be dead or I was going to prison. Yeah. One of them is certain, but the other one isn't. I yeah. made rare decisions. Rock diamonds that impaired your vision. Even supplied y'all years for Lism. Like I'm just starting, but I got years of wisdom. Strikes I got nigga took years to get them. Whenever you see him, notice the same peers is with him. He destroys tracks the minute he hears the rhythm. Yeah. Only a hell of a flow, but his ears forbidden. Yeah. If you think this is a ringtone, yeah, you kidding? 50,000 records sold right, yeah, you kidding? It was his time to go. He ain't care who did him. Didn't appreciate life and got aired for living. PCP by the leader, good Chiba. Sergio Tech sweatsuit, good Adidas. Yeah. Jules is invisible that we was supposed to get from them. Used to send them to the store, now we blowing piff with them. Nowadays it's different. And I was fortunate because I did a lot of listening. The new era is missing it. Everybody 357 and 450 in it. Drug program, two to four three to six in it feds send niggas way out by lake michigan Woo! put the coke in the tires only if they michelin never talk on the phone only deal with official men you don't even know homie that put you in the shit you in got a busy schedule and i don't think i could fit you yeah. in what's good for me ain't good for them no matter what set you claim or what hood you in i hit you when i find a wood box for them to put you in Woo! yeah and you don't Yee. stop uh -uh. <laughs> and you can't stop yo a lot of niggas lost their pops to the drug game other niggas lost their blocks when the thug they knew how to box, they ain't know about the slug game Soon as the money get right, that's when the love change uh, Niggas know who to call when they want raw Kiss is the cornerstone of the cornerstone D-Block General, he stay shining In the back of the van, 2 k 9 and My dope so strong, it's giving fiends the hiccups Coke so high, got niggas doing stick-ups Found out another nigga dead, like the piff up Make sure one is in the head, load the fifth up Played my hand right, baby, I held aces Nothing on the scene but blood and shell cases Nike gloves on the team, they can't trace us Snitches in the witness protection, getting facelifts These niggas will never be able to fuck with me Say my grace before I give them a buck fifty The whole hood with me, they hating, we all spiffy Everything's a short shot, none iffy Yeah, April 7th, baby, the last kiss, you know what it is, baby uh, He went stupid Crazy Jada Kiss uh, doesn't get talked about enough But for me, one of the greatest lyricists of all time Bro, his flow is fucking iconic you know that pocket he stayed that whole Days time is so pocket crazy. is crazy pocket is so crazy. crazy and like Damn. the rhymes are so good and like different bro it's like i catch myself doing it too when i when i be like working on music it's like if you try to get melodic like at all like he rapping rapping yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. it just like any sort of melody could really fuck up like how many how how many rhymes and you opportunities get in you yeah. have you know what i'm saying like my homie that's chill back here, like when he recorded me sometimes, he'd be like, yo, rap, bro. Like, rap, rap. You don't got to do the melody. Like, get that shit yeah, off. Yeah, get like, off. That was crazy, bro. That just got me hype up.
right, I got a couple more. All right, Jay Z. Uh, you heard this one? Uh, Grammy Family or is it Grammy oh Family Freestyle? I, I, dude, I can't even hold you. I did Grammy Family. Did you on one on what I never posted it? Okay. I went crazy, but I had like a bunch of other beats, and like this one's so legendary, it just didn't feel right. All right, let's go. Let's do this one. This Jay-Z. one's so so crazy. This is one of the best whole verses ever. One of them, for sure. And he's Bro. got a, and he's got a lot. That's what's that's saying a lot. You know what I mean? I've been crushing the buildings as a socks. So you so independent that might buy catch. I might not stop. Place cap. 76 floors, you can call me the doc. Hey, remember the doc played 76? Dr. J. So I got the 76 floor to join. So I like 76 floors, you can call. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Alright, 97 Jay-Z. You know Say when. when. Say when. Inspired by Bosky, I'ma carry up some fire. Body took shots, hit my body up, I'm tired. Build me up, break me down, to build me up again. They like hope, you need your backs. Yes, again. Hope got flow, though he's no big in pop, but he's close. I'm posted when they got me fighting ghosts. Same show, they night you, they gone good night you with. That's only half if they like you. They ain't even the half what they might do. Don't believe me, ask Michael. See Martin, see Malcolm. You see Biggie, see Pac, see success in his outcome. See Jesus, see Judas. See Caesar, see Brutus. See success is like suicide. Suicide is a suicide. If you succeed, prepare to be crucified. Mm. Media medals, niggas sue you, you settle. Every step you take, they remind you, you ghetto. So it's tough being Bobby Brown to be Bobby then. You gotta be Bobby now. Now the question is, is to have had a loss better than not having a... Man. Turn that up. Yo! Turn up for me. Hot 97, uh, you heard? You know yeah, what it is. Fuck yeah. Flex JC. Uh, uh, yeah. Everybody want to be the king. The shots ring. You laying in the balcony with holes in your dream. Or you Malcolm X out, get distracted by screams. Everybody get channeled my jeans. Everybody look at your strings, say you change. Uh, like you work that hard to stay the same. Uh, game stays the same. The name changes, so it's best for those to not overdose on being famous. Most kings get driven so insane that they try to hit the same vein that Kurt Cobain did. No dangerous, so shameless. Invited to the inter sanctum of your chambers. Chained them as the enemies approach so raise your draw branch and drown them in the moat in the spirit I'm evoking it come with a book and uh, hold on Everybody screaming they want the old ho but the new improved ho hit like Alvin Pujols Everybody wanna hear me talk that money like Phil Rizzuto But my mind is on Pluto Bills that I do for I now invest on trying to find some loopholes in the IRS where I used to have a few hoes I am just concentrating on making a new hoe from sex I've awakened just to trying to school those those trying to follow in my shoes with juice pros Better with head to this text for you go Broke spending more than you've accrued on silly baguettes I know silly baguettes Silly you're learning your own At least my conscience is clear I'm no longer staying you wrong Ain't nothing wrong with baguettes After you get a home Take care of your home You can go back and oh, I'm getting courted by the bosses The Eggers and Doug Morris Jimmy Eyes and Lee Orses Gotta be more than the courses. They respecting my mind now. Just a matter of time now. Operation take over corporate, make over offices. 
been take over all of it Please may these words be recorded The service testimony that I saw it all before it Came to fruition, sort of a premonition uh, Uncontrollable hustler's ambition Alias superstition Like Stevie, the writing's on the wall like my lady Right, baby? Saw it all before, so but y'all thought I was crazy Maybe like a fox and KG uh, the more successful, the more stressful, the more and more I transform the gold gecko in the race to a billion. Got my face to the ceiling, got my knees on the floor. Please, Lord, forgive him. Has he lost his religion? His degree gon' get him. He's having heaven on earth. Will his wings still fit him? I got the forms on my living room floor, and I'm so dope to the core. Fuck I want more. Times most influential was impressive, especially since I wasn't in the artist section. Had me with the builders and the titans. Had me right with Rudy Murdoch. Billionaire boys, this dude you never heard of. Word up on Madison Avenue, I'm a cash cow Word down on Wall Street, homie, you get the cash out IPO hove, no need for reverse merger The boy money talk, no need to converge further The baby blue mad back like I own Kerber Ballroom, I'm lifting your skirt up The corporate take Crazy, yo <laughs> like, Oh, dude That video's so old, too, you can like, barely see it Man, yeah it's, like, all... I miss it's those days, fire. man he, he, The reason I love this one so much is because he, he basically just laid out what he was about to do and like he did it Fact. like he, he told you exactly what he was about to do and he and, and he and he did it like he did everything he said like <laughs> so all all jay-z bars are just like it's 10 times as tough because it's jay-z saying it yeah. and it's like he like could stand on and all he, the crazy everything shit. he said he'd be backing it up all the the money talk the drug talk all that shit that's like really he said baby, like, baby blue maybe i call it the gerber i was like yo <laughs> nuts <laughs> all right I got a couple of DMV ones for you too, man. Like, uh, let me see who got to the DMV. Oh, of course, this one. Of course, this one. Yeah, you know what it is. Funk Flex, Hot97.com, and FlexWeTrust.com. At me on Twitter, Funk Master Flex. I don't think there's been a better hype man when it comes to. Come to Chris no, House and Funk Flex in history, man. You know if he if he gets hype, you know you're doing something. Like, yeah, yeah. I, my Instagram thing too. My pictures is kind of serious. At DJ Funk Flex, Push your T is here. You remember the last time he came in? Uh, uh, check it. Uh, uh. Look, unpolished unapologetic this cocaine cowboy pushed us to the limit you thought tony in that cell would have made us timid we found his old cell bitch we searching through the digits anything spanish got me speaking spanglish money's universal that's the only language the dream ain't die only some real niggas we was born to mothers who couldn't deal with us left by fathers who wouldn't build with us i had both mine home let's keep it real niggas my better half chose a better path applaud them younger brother me a sport child i fought him i heard that the devil's new playground is boredom the california top just falls back like autumn and they say i'm on the verge of winning i claim victory when malice on the verge of sinning old habits die hard the rainy day bag buried in the backyard it's heaven for a hustler no graveyards because stand up niggas don't lie on no floors much rather burn us ashes to ashes mix it with the powder sell it to the masses we gonna keep it tight rip it out the plastic now you you celebrate, motherfuckers, raise your glasses. Push. You know yeah. what it is, you see us. Okay. Push your teeth. Flex. Flex is the greatest, bro. The greatest, man. The greatest. <laughs> out the VA. Y'all out, you, you know what I mean? Y'all got some bars out of VA for sure. Oh, uh, push. God, what a fucking 
iconic rap voice and just like cadence, bro. That shit just butter. you know you know his flow immediately. Like you when you hear yeah. that, like it's one of the most recognized ones in the game for sure. So tough. All right, I could I could do that all day, but uh, right, that's that's really we we be doing the same shit, just like <laughs> running through our favorite. I always go back. They're like, I got so I got like a playlist of just like favorite ones that I just go back to every now and then and just watch, like just run through. Like, yo, you always catch some shit too. Like, that was what's funny about like watching when we watch mine. I was like, saw some shit that I like don't normally peep, and it's just like, that shit's dope. I love the ones where you could see like in the room, everyone's like, oh wow, when everybody catches it. Yeah, yeah. yeah everyone, oh, this is this is like a special moment that we're all like kind of part witnessing. Of right yeah. That's what I love about hip hop is, is no other genre. You just go, give me a beat, and let me just let me yeah. go. Let me talk my shit and, yeah. and just get something off and, and just go crazy. So I guess is there like a favorite verse of yours that or a verse that like you remember that kind of like changed everything for you? Um, God, I don't know. I think my favorite verses are probably on some songs that are like pretty slept on or just like not popular. Like mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying like deep sides or whatever um but the song verse whatever that like changed a lot for me was levitate um i did with my homie caps and that was the first song that had like any sort of success numbers wise for me like actual like i think it's got like a million and a half or something right now but it was just yeah you had a million four hundred twenty eight thousand right now yeah and there was another song that project symmetry um those those were definitely like big songs for me caps was the dopest producer i'd worked with at the time and just like he's an amazing artist and just like we really like crafted records together um trying to think of a verse like as far as like punchlines go that was like my favorite one low-key when i was younger i used to just get od punchlines off um but that freestyle that we played like i said probably has my my favorite lines in it that that i've like cooked up that there's a couple other freeze on my on my IG that have has some some fire joints too, but okay, yeah, all right. And um, you did send us one more track unreleased. You said it's coming out uh September eighth. Yeah. September eighth is that yeah. the dirty laundry one? Yes, sir. All right, let's give a let's see our listeners watchers. We'll I, I get some I get some shit off in these verses for sure. This is this is some of my favorites the second verse of this is one of my favorites in recent memory sneak preview not out yet september 8th coming dirty laundry gary zoobies let's go Never made it to Yale, was faded chasing a deal Hesitating on meals, not reservations for 12 My words paying the scene, my bitch paying the nails This lead's getting obscene, I feel I'm racing with snails Low flows, it's not felt, the liquor is top shelf Your sister a big fan, I know that does not help Six bands for the wristband, I need a kickstand I'm feeling wobbly, first she follow me Then she messaged me, then she swallow me The rest is history, it's just mythology yeah. Just feel like God to me, never been religious though I pray to whoever listen up Treasure all these moments like some hidden gold Yeah, I know we hit it off But it's time to hit the road Send a bird home, walking pigeon toe I know you got secrets, I could live with those But you gotta tell me something, I just gotta know Tell me what you want from me Didn't make it, we was close, you a ghost Now you haunting me Tried to hang me out to drive, but I'm not your dirty laundry 
me to the side, but I'm not your dirty laundry. Yeah, I'm not your dirty laundry. Ayy. Okay, she love to steal my shirts and she pronounce all the designers wrong. I keep her around cause she do shit that inspires songs. Homie pulling up with keys, that is not a xylophone. He just bought a crib off the shit that's in his styrofoam. I am on some other shit, I alone, life a bitch. So is she, I love this shit. You not real, you counterfeit. I pull up, she throwing ass. When I leave, she throwing fits. I just let the money talk, the trillers, ventriloquist, that ever was. Phone blowing up, I let it buzz She telling me that it feel good, shit, I bet it does We been fucking 90 minutes off of hella drugs All these pieces fell in place, all these bitches fell in love We had Dantanas, wearing my damn manners Rubbing on my shoulders and tying my bandana Black magic woman, I'm rocking like Santana I just need some damn answers Tell me what you want from me yeah. Damn, make it, we was close, you were close Now you haunting me Yeah. Try to hang me out to drive, but I'm not your dirty laundry. Yeah. Try to push me to the side, but I'm not your dirty laundry. Try to hang me out to drive, but I'm not your dirty laundry. Yeah. Try to push me to the side, but I'm not your dirty laundry. Bitch, I'm not your dirty laundry. Up that beat together, that shit's crazy. Yo, that beat is that came on. Yo, that beat is nasty. I ain't gonna lie. Like that beat is oh. super tough. Super crazy. Otis came up with that, like found that sample, started cutting it up. We were like, yo, this one, this one gotta be fast track. We gotta get this one out. I ain't gonna lie, that reminds me of uh early two thousands like dipset kind of kind of vibes right there with the beat. Oh yeah, that's hard. Hell yeah. That shit was tough, bro. All right. Thank you, bro. Okay. Sneak peek for uh everybody coming out of September 8th. I think you, you I think you got one right there. I think you got one right there. Okay. That shit was fire. I'm not gonna lie. All right, so what else so what else you got planned for this year? I got a ton of releases in the tuck, bro. I've been, you know, like packaging music for people that don't know. Like I wish it was as simple as just like you make a song and put the song out, but in today's world, like it's not going like that, unfortunately, if you want anybody to hear it. Um, so I have a, I have right now six other releases that are all being mixed and mastered and packaged in terms of like cover art, rollout videos that like all those kind of assets. Um, but yeah, I, I'm pretty much just, I feel like I waited a long time to like hit the, the quote unquote, like go button in terms of like dropping all this music. Cause I really was hoping I was going to find a situation that was like, like good for me in terms of marketing and, and whatever. Mm. Um, but after some experimentation in different situations, it, it's always just sort of come back to me doing things my way and like the way I like to do them for right now. So I'm just putting all these releases together and we about to just drop as consistently as we can. I was trying to do like every two weeks. Um, but my pub team was like, let's do every month. Yeah. So they have some time, you know what I'm saying? Got to breathe um, a little bit. Yeah. So we're going to do, we're going to do every month for the next fucking forever. Like. I'm just I'm just trying to put I have so much music that I'm sitting on. Um so yeah, through the end of the year, through the end or through the top of next year, expect a song at least every month. Got any shows coming up? 
Um, I'm plotting something in LA in the near future. Um, I don't want to disclose any info yet. Nothing's signed and delivered, but I'll definitely be playing LA in the future. Um, I plan to play New York soon, probably Chicago, DC, of course. Um, but yeah, but we trying to, I'd love to get on a tour. There's a couple artists I've talked to about, you know, maybe being the opening act on their tour, uh, which would be dope just cause setting up a tour is, it's a lot of work, a lot of work, a lot of money. Yep. Yeah. Not I easy. to band with me, you know, I think my show is super elevated with the band, um, which makes it like a whole fucking circus that you're moving around. Um, but yeah, we're working on it. Shit, I'll play anywhere, anytime, man. Just, just fucking tell someone to hit me. So when's the um? So I guess how long you been playing with Live Band? Like, is this a recent development or something you've always kind of yeah, been doing I've in your been, career? Only done it in LA, so I've only I've only done it for the past like year or so, year and a half. Um, and when I do other shows, like if if I can't travel with the band, I'll, I'll try to have at least like maybe someone on keys or like a drummer mm-hmm. as well as the DJ, just like an extra aspect because. I think, I don't know, like if I go to a rap show these days, like the, the performances are are lackluster to me shitty. in terms of like- You can say shitty. Yeah. They've been pretty shitty. Yeah, you know what I mean? but, These guys don't know how like, to, don't know how to read before. <laughs> yeah, but then part of it is is like how, how engaging are you about to be when it's just you and your microphone and a track behind you? Yeah. So like the band just added a whole nother aspect to my performance in terms of like, I've always been a good performer, I think. But like this shit was different. It was really like you could like lose it up there. There's so much going on. There's so it's just like it was such a show and such a production that like it almost pains me to play without the band now. Mm. Um, but yeah, the the LA shows have been like I said something different for me because of the band for sure. Shout out all the band members I played with. So I, I mean, guess how how's the dynamic work with the band? Like, do you bring them in? You guys rehearse before? Do you kind of like get the sets or, or how's that go about? Um, yeah, so I've played with two different groups in LA. Um, the first two shows I played with like um, the keyboard, the pianist or keys players were two of my homies that produced a lot of my songs, Swish and Caps. And then the other three bass, guitar and drums were like some young bulls who had just graduated USC. They were fucking so tough. Um, so I was just coming out of pocket, sort of like paying them for hire for these shows. And we became close as a group. I really fucked with those kids. And like, they were like, kind of like the little homies to me in a way. And then I had a recent situation, uh, with like a new team and a new investment group and shit. And they set me up my last show and I had a whole new band. Um, I wouldn't say, I, I don't want to call it like elevated musicians. Cause like I said, these other, the young kids were fucking great, but just in terms of like, um, like accolades and whatever resume the band I was playing with was, was super credited. Like I'd been on some huge tours and like they rearranged my whole show and I'd have to pay for shit at the time. Uh, so I played with a different group that time and they were fucking amazing too. That was the most polished performance I feel like I've had. Um, but yeah, uh, the, the band is, was goaded. Both, both bands are goaded. All right. I mean, get a chance. We definitely gonna come catch you live. Um, Everybody who's in LA, definitely go catch Shigeru wherever he's, he's performing. Um, go follow him on socials wherever you guys are watching. Like, listen to this where it just goes up. We're gonna have have it all down below for him. So definitely go go give him a follow. Go go fuck with his musicals. Run the streams up. September eighth, Dirty Laundry comes out. Can't wait till that drops. That's just fire. And um, man, talented, super talented. Glad that uh, we got chances to talk to you. And we're definitely gonna stay in touch and, and see what we can do to help. Hell yeah, bro. I appreciate you having me on here for this was super chill, super dope. All right, man. Always a good time. And uh 
yeah that's it that's it for today's stream let's chat thanks for joining us everybody who did and um yeah we'll be back more with more but definitely go run those streams up for gary and then uh maybe next up man